0: You need to forget about all the normal rules that apply to both college and society. Woo-hoo! I'm
1: a fan. We're going through the quad, and, it's- <laughs> get Pop, you, and, Drew, and learn you a thing or two. Pop you, and Drew, and It's, all right. it's all right. Pop, you- I am excited about this episode. I would like all of you listening out there to unbutton your shirt down to the middle button, feather your hair, and set sail for the Yacht Rock episode. I got my visor
0: on. I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: Here we go. So, we're setting sail, and we are going to discuss a very exciting topic, one of my favorite sort of subsets of music. Um, called Yacht Rock and, and Andrew you can verify this it, it, at least on Wikipedia it does say that the creators of the Yacht Rock uh, I guess it's a web series were the ones that coined that term and it became popular from that in the, I guess in the early 2000s
0: is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right is Yacht Rock officially a genre No, music? I,
1: I don't believe so, I don't think anyone would really acknowledge it that way I think, but it, it sort of takes on a life of its own Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure one of the first questions you're going to ask me or you're going to want to know is, how do you define Yacht Rock? What does that even mean? Because a lot of people don't mm-hmm. understand what it
0: is. It's not easy listening. It's not soft rock. And I'll be honest with you, I hope by the end of this episode, I'm going to have some more clarity on what Yacht Rock is. Because I don't know if, it's, if there are certain lyrics that define Yacht Rock, if it's, if it's a certain type of sound or musical instruments so i'm gonna i'm hoping you're gonna be able to shed some light on this and um explain it for us
1: yeah lyrics maybe or the feel the vibe of the song uh maybe the particular artist you know maybe they're they have too much going on in a, in a different genre and so they have this one song that sounds like it you know i i, I personally i've sort of, in my own mind it's taken a life of taken on a life of its own when i try to figure out what a yacht rock song is
0: who de- who really ultimately determines whether a song is classified as yacht rock or not in other words who if if i listen to air supply and i say that's probably yacht rock but like who who's sort of the who's the decider who's the decision maker on whether or not it's a, it, or is it just sort of a consensus kind of thing, or what? How does that process work? So the ultimate decider,
1: which is what the beauty of this is, the listener. You know, mm-hmm. they okay. just have, they just have to be someone who understands just a general sense of what yacht rock is. I have my own, and, and I, even I will admit there are certain songs that I've chosen as yacht rock that are on certain yacht rock lists that. Um, other people could easily argue against. And I'll go into that when I, eventually I'm going to go into my, my top five Yacht Rock songs. And you, you and I are going to get to discuss all that. And it's going to be really interesting because I will, I will bring up the other argument to my own songs. That's what's, what's yeah, interesting I, about it.
0: When I think of Yacht Rock, I think of usually like a California-ish or West Coast type sound saxophone, usually some, some, well, first of all, era, I think it's, it's, it, you know better than me, but isn't it what? Mid seventies to early eighties ish, smooth, easy, carefree.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can be, be defined as sort of easy listening, but it doesn't quite go there. It isn't
0: quite clean, like good, good production. Like
1: yeah, very most, clean production. I think that's a, that's definitely a good criteria,
0: and it, but it, but it's going to be, it's going to be well-produced. It's going to be very slick. Um, and when when I when I say slick, I mean it's gonna be a polished sounding song, and it's gonna be catchy. Like they're 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 designed to be on the radio. Instant in on the radio, exactly on uh-huh. on the radio.
1: My in the years there's you said mid '70s to early '80s. I would almost define it as. 1976 to 1984. Almost all of the ones that you'll hear will fall within that that time period.
0: So does that mean that if a song came out in 72 or 73 or in 85 or 86 it's not yacht rock?
1: For the most part, I would say it's not yacht rock. Okay. How however, you know, like I said, and it, if the listener knows yacht rock fairly well, and there's certain elements in there that you, they could actually make an argument, you know. maybe it's the lyrics or the feel or the production, then it could conceivably do that, but I would say for the most part, no. You know, may, maybe the reason for that is because we're talking about a certain time period in music where classic rock has almost, not, not died out, but we, it's, it's that transition era from classic rock, we're talking Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, Kiss... And mm-hmm. then there's that sort of, uh, I think that even disco kind of came through there, but I don't define disco as as yacht rock. Uh, mm-hmm. But it basically was sort of that period of time where people were like, you know, we've had enough of the hard rock. And as anything that is balanced goes, now we're going into the, let's just smooth sailing. Let's just make everything nice and clean. They just like a good hit on the radio. You know, that that's what I think is happening between 76 and
0: 84. <laughs>
1: Cannot talk about yacht rock without talking about Christopher Cross, and literally his song is called "Sailing." So, if you want to talk about, if you want to see yacht rock as a mountain or a pyramid, Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins, Michael McDonald, right at the top.
0: Is Christopher Cross kind of acknowledged as the godfather of yacht rock?
1: I I would say Michael McDonald might be your your lead guy on that, because Christopher Cross. Certainly, he had sailing, and his sound is very, very uh, yachty. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. But uh, but at the in the end of at the end of the day, I think Michael McDonald had a much longer career, sounding like that.
0: Yeah, and my Michael McDonald, he had his hand in a lot of other yacht rock bands, Toto. Um, you know, wh- whether it was singing backup vocals on a song or ha- co-writing a certain song, he was yeah, there. He's, he's 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 spread out among all of those guys. So yeah, he might he might be your founding father.
1: Kenny Loggins is sort of an enigma because he kind of he had three phases of his career really. The first phase was when he was with Loggins and Messina. And then so he, then he sort of phased into this yacht rock thing, which obviously none of these artists define themselves as yacht rock. It just this happened in the you know, the 2000s, but this is sort of the sound, you know, Kenny Loggins is now doing you know um, He sings This Is It Which is almost on Every Yacht Rock list uh, Whenever I Call You Friend I think is what it's called It's um, a duet With Stevie Nicks You know that song? That's why Kenny Loggins Is so weird Because then he went into He wrote a lot of Songs for films Are you He's saying interesting. Footloose
0: is not a Yacht Rock song, Josh?
1: Footloose is not A Yacht Rock song He is um, well into His film slash uh, Sort of this odd Rock pop thing He has going on You know Um yeah. So and and then his he actually had four phases. The last phase of Kenny Loggins was he did um uh Winnie the Pooh, which you know, I mean, whatever, but <laughs> I was like okay. Uh, and then he kind of went very very soft. I think he he was very sentimental type music. So, he's had a really odd career.
0: If something is maybe heavily acoustic based, then that doesn't then that probably excludes them from Yacht rock,
1: I would, I would, I think so. Okay. Um, too many guitars. Too many guitars, or you know, it could just sound so 70s soft rock. Meaning, there's there's a there's a different ele- a folky element to it can sometimes take it out of yacht rock. I got I have an example for you. Actually, um, you know that song, "Reminiscing." So that is sometimes on a yacht rock list, and I don't think that's yacht rock. I think that's 70s soft rock. Ventura Highway is sometimes on yacht rock lists, and I don't think that's yacht rock. I think that's 70s soft rock.
0: But America has a couple songs that would be yacht rock, right? Or do they not? One of my top five is
1: You Can Do Magic. That is definitely a yacht rock song. It's got a very clear, light rock-type electric guitar intro, Not too folky, you know. It feels like you've got just a very neatly trimmed beard and feathered hair. I mean, that's yacht rock.
0: Is it a finite list of songs that are yacht rock, or is it a constantly growing or expanding list? And and I, I think you've sort of answered my question. I think it's basically a finite list. Yes, you can. There are outliers that you can discuss, kind of like what you were saying. But for the most part. Um, it the, the list is what it is, and there is some clear distinction between what a yacht rock song and what it isn't. You can't just sort of make an, a case for um, Kokomo, for example. I mean, you can, I guess, but like it's it it doesn't fit the majority of the criteria, so it's not a yacht rock song. So yeah, it's,
1: agreed. It, and and a, a, some of that element again is a personal touch to it, right? So sure. my my personal evaluation of it is that it's not even though it does meet some of the criteria and certainly people who don't care about really discussing the stuff that we discuss you know they will they will be like i don't give a crap what you're telling me it sounds like it's on a boat it's got rock
0: but you can say that about anything you can say that about i mean you can you can say that about you know country and rock. I mean, you can say, well, this song is rock and the other person can say, no, that's folk. And the other person, another person can say that's country. I mean, it's, yeah, there's, I mean, it's, it's ultimately, there is no necessarily, there is no right answer, but it sounds like what you're saying, which is really helpful. What you're saying is that there are some criteria that you have to hit. And if you hit the majority of the criteria, then it's probably safe to assume that song is, is yacht rock. But if you're missing a majority of that criteria or several, elements of it then it's not it falls into either soft rock or um easy listening or you know or, or um, pop
1: rock or something like
0: pop that. yeah, yeah or just you know yeah um something else you know soft sounds of the 70s or something like that i mean it's just it's like gordon lightfoot sundown before we did this show i would have said that song is yacht rock but upon reflection and uh, you know after you sort of walking through it a little bit that song is not yacht rock is it the truth is he's just got too much folk in it it's just not Mm -hmm.
1: it's not uh i don't i don't when i hear that song i picture myself in sort of uh 70s like um uh country clothes you know maybe Mm -hmm. i have like a big fro kind of and uh i'm uh you know, I'm I'm just I'm just sitting there and refl- like listening to Gordon Lightfoot, and I have real big glasses on. Like that's not <laughs> like I just don't I don't get the boat element I don't get the water element the yeah, breezy I, element to it.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't I guess now I don't either. I I, I don't taste the salty air with uh, sundown. See her lying back in her satin gray
1: But as I stated though, I have some on my top 5 when we get to that later. I do have some controversial ones and I bet you'll be able to come back with some devil's advocate questions.
0: Do you think we will ever see a second era of yacht rock? Like Coldplay, Train, Adele. Is yacht rock so confined to a period of time that there's really no chance that we'll ever see a second wave of yacht rock that it it that um you can listen to train or Coldplay on a yacht, maybe, but that doesn't mean it's yacht rock.
1: This grew out of the rock element, the rock era, the classic rock era. And it was that middle section of heavy, heavy, uh, smooth production, which, which probably happens every so often. But it just, it just um, fostered this type of sound for about eight years. So I just don't. I don't think there will ever be an era like this again. Not only that, Andrew, that the yacht rock is very that that term is very indicative of our generation. Does that make sense? You're,
0: you're, yeah. No, that totally makes sense. And I, you know, who am I to disagree? I, I mean, I think you're probably right. Uh, now that
1: we have so many mixes of different types of music, it's hard to have an era of a certain type of dominance because everything is just so mixed. I mean, look at country. You know, I mean, everyone talks about country mixing with pop and rock and it's very it's very crossover now yeah Um, you've got the taylor swifts of the world right who can yeah started out country and now bled into pop and go back into country so there's no real well-defined genre that's leading the charts and in that respect how do you how does a certain element of music grow out of that
0: hollow notes for example where does Hollow Notes land on Yacht Rock?
1: Hollow Notes, at least certain songs of theirs do fall on Yacht Rock list. I can't go for that, almost falls on quite a quite a few of them. Um, I don't consider them Yacht Rock, you know? Um, what? I, I don't. I just don't. Oh man. They're huge in Yacht Rock though. So but the reason I don't here's my here's my reasoning for that. So they definitely the years active, they definitely fall into that. Um, they definitely have that sort of oceany feel. Um, you know, you've got I mean, come
0: on The Oats Sarah Smile Sarah Smile is the most yachty Sarah
1: Smile Okay, so here, here we go So I, ha- I have a dividing line So Sarah Smile Okay, I, I can concede That's probably a Yacht Rock song I can go for that I don't consider that Yacht Rock I feel like it bleeds more yeah. to their pop el- Their pop rock era mm-hmm. You know, but it's always That's the one that always ends up on the list Right? So Yeah I, I I definitely I, I agree with you. That's a great point. I think I think I need to concede a little bit. Sarah Smile is def is Yara
0: Man, you are gonna hate my top five.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to discuss our top five. This is gonna be awesome.
0: You want to roll into that?
1: Yeah. You know what? Let's do it. Let's go into top five. Now, do you want me to go into mine, or should I go? Do you want to do yours first?
0: Why don't we do this? Why don't we each rattle off our top five Yacht Rock songs and then we'll each talk about our very favorite Yacht Rock song. You want to do that?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Um, Number five, I've got Lady by the Little River Band and it sounds like based on what we've already talked about, that's not Yacht Rock. I'm gonna need you A long time ago
1: I would not classify it as Yacht Rock.
0: Okay. Um, Number four, I have She's Gone by Hall & Oates. And it sounds like that one's not not Yacht Rock either. Would you agree?
1: I I would agree. (laughs) I would agree, yeah. I'm 0 for 2 so far. I'm 0 for 2 so far.
0: Number three is Wishing You Were Here by Chicago. Which is as smooth and as perfect as a song can be with the synthesizers and the keyboards and the horns and all that kind of stuff. Beach Boys are performing backing vocals, but it sounds like it's too early of the, in the 70s, and it sounds like that's also not Yacht Rock. Is that, is, is that Yacht Rock or not? It's
1: It ain't Yacht Rock.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Number two. All right. Number two. This one has to be Yacht Rock, though. Okay. Number two, Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. Is that Yacht Rock?
1: Yes, that is Yacht Rock. And that's one. Actually, being in that Yacht Rock element, that's actually more on the rock side of Yacht Rock.
0: Uh-huh. which
1: I'm saying that because I have a couple of options that are also on the rock side thereby being more controversial because people could be like no that sounds too much like rock
0: so I barely made it with that one I
1: love yeah good yeah that's a good one that's a great choice Number five, every kind of people by Robert Palmer.
0: Man, I never would have thought Rob, Robert Palmer would be considered yacht rock.
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm almost breaking my own rules here because really, he's you know he's got addicted to love and Doctor Doctor and uh, Simply Irresistible, so he's he's a pop rock guy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the reason I consider this uh, yacht rock is well, one, it has that sort of oceany sound. It's got steel drums.
0: The fight to make ends meet Keep some man up on his feet
1: and 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 robert palmer at the time was living in the i believe he was living in the bahamas somewhere in that area and so he had a big influence i guess just to it for a, a short period of time um so i think that well qualifies as a rock song he's even he's living amongst the water like in that area mm-hmm. he puts the steel drums in it it's got a good beat it's not too fast it's not too rocky um how much i feel by ambrosia
0: you talked about that you talked about that song on our last I, episode. I
1: did. I did actually in, in a, I could almost move that to number 1, but I'm going to I'm going to leave it at number 4 right okay. now. How much I feel by Ambrosia, uh, number 3, You Can Do Magic by America. Mhm. Lonely Boy by Andrew Gold is number 2. That's one of those songs where you could almost argue that it has a little bit too much, a little bit too much of that pop element to it. Like not quite as yacht rocky, but yeah. I still believe that's a very yacht rock song. Just given the certain elements of it, the the clear production of it, mm-hmm. the beat the beat to it. I mean, it definitely gives off that vibe, in it and the other criteria it matches. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm, uh, I always think of Boogie Nights when I hear that song, and it seems. Yeah. It, Boogie Nights. I'm, I'm sure it's just coincidence, but Boogie Nights has a fair bit of yacht rock on the soundtrack. It's kind of funny how that worked out. So what? Let's
1: see, are you? What about your number one?
0: Africa by Toto.
1: Definitely yacht rock. Toto is one of those ones that's honestly. You know, they have a lot of stuff that is I would not consider Yacht Rock, but they tread that line, and they're right into that genre. They have excellent production value. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that type of sound that's not... It doesn't go too hardcore into rock. Mm-mm. It doesn't go too light into soft rock. You know, like, they have Hold the Line. I don't consider that Yacht Rock.
0: Yeah, I don't either. That's a little too heavy, huh? All right, what's yours? What's yours?
1: All right, number one devil woman by cliff richard ah great song It's it's got certain elements of it. Certainly the the intro and then the verses have a very light... It doesn't quite bleed into soft rock. It almost kind of goes a little bit too far into rock. Mm -hmm. So I can kind of concede that. Um, But I think that is right in that genre. And if you sort of imagined yourself on a boat with Breeze and that song came on, you'd be like, okay, this is the more rock side of Yacht Rock. That's what I would say. Agree. Love that song. It's a great song. Love that song. Uh, So, Andrew, so I think, you know, in light of the formatting of this particular show, I think that we should forego, didn't you know, for a new and rare segment on our show called Stump the Chum. Josh and Andrew gonna test their knowledge. Gonna find out which one is best. Gonna see how much they know how.
0: But one of them is going to lose. Stump the chump. Josh, I'm going to try to stump you, chump. I'm going to ask you three or four questions, and you're going to answer them. And we're going to see if I can stump you. Jerry Rafferty, of course, had previous success in a band from the early 70s. Josh, what band was Jerry Rafferty in? Steeler's will. There you go. What was their big hit?
1: Stuck in the middle with you.
0: Very good. They also had another big hit that I really like. Star is another really good song by um, Steelers. Lesser Known. Yeah, yes, Lesser Known. That's It's a really and good Jerry song. And Jerry
1: Rafferty, I should mention, um, had an exit. His solo album that had, you know, Right Down the Line and Baker Street is a really good album.
0: City to City was the name of the album. And it came out in 1978 and actually sold over five and a half million copies. Uh, an outselling Saturday Night Fever, <laughs> pretty big, yeah, pretty big, pretty big hit.
1: Yeah, because it hasn't really the, those uh, a couple of songs, of course, have have test have stood the test of time, but the album and, and the name Jerry Rafferty has not really It doesn't really come up in conversation much. So, no, and no. that just, that just shows you how things are perceived after they're gone. You know, it's just yeah. weird. Like like it outsold. Saturday Night Fever but Saturday Night Fever is very well known. Yeah.
0: You mentioned Andrew Gold earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Andrew Gold wrote that song Lonely Boy. Um, He didn't just perform it he also wrote it but Andrew Gold wrote and performed another song that became a famous TV theme song Josh. Do you know that?
1: I do. That is I think the title is Thank You For Being A Friend uh, on The Golden Girls. Thank
0: you for being a friend Travel down the road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant And if you threw a party invited everyone you knew You would see the biggest gift would be for me And the card attached would
1: say uh, Actually, Andrew Gold's way. version is, is really good. It... it They kind of twisted it a little bit and made it even a little bit more poppy and catchy for the theme, Mm -hmm. Um, but it is very Andrew Gold if you compare it to Lonely Boy.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, Great, great song, you're right. We've talked about Christopher Cross, whether or not he's the founding father of um, Yacht Rock. He, um, his debut album, self-titled debut album, which was released in December of 1979, uh, won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year. Do you know what album it beat out for that for that award?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um...
0: Uh, the answer is Pink Floyd, The Wall.
1: Wow! Look at that, yeah. Christopher Cross yeah. beating Pink Floyd. <laughs>
0: yeah, The Wall, one of one of the most iconic albums of all time. That's a- the other albums. The other albums of the year, um, a couple other pretty good albums that came out that year. So Christopher Cross was the nominee, Pink Floyd, The Wall. We mentioned that one. Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb had an album out, Guilty. Uh, Frank Sinatra had an album, a trilogy. And uh, another album that got beat by Christopher Cross was Billy Joel's Glass Houses. Great album. That's a great album, yeah. Some of the hits from Glass Houses were You May Be Right, which I know you like that song. Yep. Uh, it's still rock and roll to me. Awesome. Um, don't ask me why. So, yeah, big, big hit. That's a um, huge album. Yeah. Final question for Stump the Chomp. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. So, I've stumped you uh, once. once. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can stump you on this one. Which song is widely known as the beginning or the origin point of Yacht Rock? Now, it's not a Yacht Rock song, but a lot of the criteria has sort of branched off and sprouted from this particular song. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Um, it talks about boats and the lyrics. Is and, it, um, uh, oh, you know what? Is it Sloop John B? Sloop John B, there you go.
1: Yeah, which which is, you know. It's I, not Yacht Rock. It's not Yacht it. Rock, yeah. It, that's, what's, that's what's so interesting is it actually was spawned from a group that, although they were surf music, does not normally get thrown into Yacht Rock So, excellent. Um, this was a very exciting episode. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Andrew?
0: Believe it or not, I think I now know what Yacht Rock is. I I swear at the beginning of this episode, I was like, I'm going to get to the end of it, and I'm still not going to know. But now, I, but now I feel like I know.
1: Well, that's good. Well, hopefully our listeners feel the same way. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and...